0: Welcome to the ITSP magazine podcast network. You are about to listen to the After Forty podcast with Dr. Deborah Heiser. Whether you're seeking inspiration, guidance, or or a fresh perspective on the rich possibilities life offers after 40, this podcast is your go-to source.
1: Hi, and welcome back. My name is Deborah Heiser, and I'm an applied developmental psychologist. And I'm excited to have you here on today on After 40. Today, I'm excited to talk about the five benefits of midlife. Most of us can think about all the things that can go wrong in our lives. And we don't really give a lot of thought to the benefits of after 40. And really there are many more than most of us can ever imagine. So I'd like you to think of midlife, not as a time of physical decline, but as a time of emotional growth. And the five benefits of midlife are that we know who we are, we have emotional growth, we have meaningful relationships, we're productive, and we become generative. So the first one I'd like to talk to you about today is that we know who we are. And this may sound simple, but it really goes a little deeper than that. Most of us are going through our our identity phase when we're in our teens and 20s. It can go a little longer than that too. But what we find is that when we're going through that time, we're really not sure of who we are. We don't have that confidence in who we are. We're deciding what job is right for me. What degree do I want to go for? Who are my friends? Where do I want to live? By the time we hit 40, 40, we really have a good idea of who we are. We're probably an expert in some area of our work. We have an idea of the things that we really enjoy. We have an idea of the the mark or impact that we wanna make on the world. This is a time when we can really um, relax a bit. We're really able to say to ourselves, I know who I am. I have my opinions about things. I'm comfortable expressing them. I'm comfortable and confident in saying, here's how I would address this or that regarding an expertise that I may have. Work is a time uh, in our midlife where we often feel pretty comfortable and confident in the role that we're taking on in work. These are new to us in midlife. We're no longer um, scrambling up the ladder as much as we are when we're younger unless we, of course, change jobs, but for the most part, we really have developed a lot of expertise in the 20 years between 20 and 40. And this is a time that brings us immense satisfaction. It brings us a sense of ease and a feeling that we can now move forward and do with our lives what we'd like now that we know who we are. The second one is emotional growth. And this is a pretty big deal because if you look back over time and you think of where you were emotionally, say when you were 15, what were you you like then? How was your emotional reaction to things when you were 15? How was it when you were 20? How about 25 or 30 even? By the time we hit after 40, We have a way of dealing with our emotions that is much easier for us to deal with. That is, we are able to react in ways that are easier for us to handle. And by that, I mean that we're not as reactive. Someone says something, we don't necessarily jump down their throats, right? With an answer that we might've done when we were 15. We don't get as easily offended We aren't as easily bothered by things that people are saying. Part of that is because we know who we are. Oh, that doesn't bother me. You can say what you'd like. I know who I am and I know my opinion and I know my thoughts and I know my feelings and I'm able to take that in. So part of it is that we know who we are so we can have a better idea on how to regulate our own emotions. But we've also come up with a lot of really good coping skills that work. From all the times that we didn't have great emotional reactions to things. So we may be much more level-headed when we face um, times that are a little bit more emotional for us. We may not get heated when we used to. We may be able to respond to something that might have seemed like a crisis a couple of decades ago, but really isn't by the time we're in midlife. This is a time when we are able to also experience deeper levels of emotion. We're able to take in the uh, the what we know about ourselves and how we feel about those around us and the experiences that we have, and we're able to take that in in a much bigger, broader way. Part of that is also um, knowing. Um, exactly who and how we're going to interact. Who are we going to interact with? Probably people that we really care about, who we've developed relationships with. And how are we going to react in those situations? We're probably going to say, you know what? I know how my friends react when we have these situations where maybe we don't agree. I'm going to take the road that I know will get us past this. Um, Our emotional growth is also an expected one. We can expect to be happier in midlife than we were when we were younger. I tell my students, hey, I know that I'm 55 and I can't run as fast as you, but I'm probably happier than you. And that's because we've learned how to um, cope with and deal with our emotions, to regulate our emotions, um, and to navigate the world in a more emotionally stable way as we get older. Also, we, you know, we just don't let the little things bother us like we did when we were younger. We know what matters now. And so uh, with regard to our emotions, we're able to experience things a lot better and a lot easier emotionally as we get older. The third is meaningful relationships. This is one that I love because we are so good in midlife at creating meaningful relationships with others, those who matter to us. So while in our 20s, it was really important for us as we were finding out who we were, um, it was really important to us to maybe make a lot of connections with people so we could find out who are the people that I really like to spend my time with, who matches my growth um, as as I age, Well, by the time we hit midlife, we know who our people are and we have sort of sloughed off those superficial um, relationships over time that weren't as meaningful to us. And as our time became more precious to us, as we maybe have kids and have spouses and jobs, we don't have a lot of time for super superficial relationships. So the meaningful connections that we have stick and they matter to us. And we put our time and energy into those relationships. So when we're having those meaningful uh, connections with others, we look forward to those. They matter to us. They're the people that we feel like if I'm in trouble, they'll come and help me out. And if they're in trouble, I want to be there for them. These are the people that we feel like we are connected with at a level that we feel like we can open up to. And this is a huge resource for us in midlife, not just physically, not just emotionally, but physically. Those who have meaningful connections really do live physically better lives, healthier lives, and emotionally better lives. Because as you can imagine, the feeling that somebody's there in your corner, um, that somebody is there for you, that is a real buffer for loneliness. That's a buffer for all kinds of Um, mental health issues, when you have somebody you can call for good things or bad things or get together, um, when you want to share some kind of news, that is really quite rewarding. And by the time we're in midlife, we know who those people are. We know that those individuals are there for us. We make an effort that goes beyond what we make with superficial friendships like we did in our 20s where we say, hey, let's gather and go out tonight. Let's go have a dinner. And with our meaningful relationships and connections, we may still do that, but we're calling those folks again and again, time and time again. We're relying on them when we need something. Hey, can you help me out in this situation that I have Uh, maybe you need somebody to watch your house, or you need somebody to pick something up for you when you're not feeling well, you need somebody to cover for you with something. These are your meaningful connections that you're going to go to. And it really doesn't matter if they're close or far away. The fact that we have meaningful connections is what matters. And the neat thing is we can Either call people on the phone, that can be something that's very regular, regular and have that be something while you're driving, while you're taking your walk, these meaningful connections can have the relationships continue to flourish, even if you're at a distance um, by methods of social media, um, by connecting on the phone, um, and by staying connected in any way that we we really can um, with all the technology technology that we have nowadays. The next one, number four is productive. Midlifers are productive. After 40, look at anyone after 40 and the productivity level goes up for many reasons. One is that we're in our jobs usually working full time. Uh, We're productive in that way. We're productive in our relationships we're productive with our families. um, But we're also productive in different ways. We know how to efficiently get things done by the time we're in midlife. It doesn't take us as long to get things done because we've already learned all the steps to do a lot of the things that we um, have been doing for many years. And so we can take on other things that matter to us that adds purpose. So within productivity, we also have purpose in midlife. And so outside of work, we can take some of those skills and add them to things that really matter to us. Maybe our job really matters to us, but maybe we have other things outside of work that also really matter to us. We're able, because we're so productive in how we do things uh, because of our expertise in all of the ways that we navigate our lives, we're able to pursue passion projects, and things that really give us a sense of purpose. So you'll see midlifers really engaged in civic engagement activities, things that are really important to them that they've said, this is a part of who I am. We'll see midlifers who are engaged in uh, faith-based activities, uh, because there's they're able to fit that in at this time, they're able to engage in this. The productivity really is something that allows midlifers to say, I am doing important work and it's beyond the boxes that we've checked all our lives. So if you think back to when you were younger and you were saying, oh, I need to graduate high school and go to college, check that box. Okay. I've graduated college. I need to get a job, check that box. If you don't go to college, it's I've got to get a job or a trade or something right after school. I need to join the military check that box, whatever those boxes are. Then it may be, hey, I need to set my career into place. Check that box. Maybe you want to get a significant other in your life. Check that box. By the time we hit midlife, we really are sort of exhausted from checking boxes. And we want to see that what we're doing now is productive and meaningful, that it's something that connects with who we are. And we're really doing that in midlife. That's something that isn't um, pleasing other people. At this point, our productivity is pleasing us. We're not going to a college to please our parents. We're not joining the military to please our our parents. We aren't um, going and choosing a career to please anyone but ourselves. We are doing everything we're doing at midlife for ourselves and that makes our productivity feel very meaningful very important and it makes us want to do more of it because we're involved in intrinsic motivation which is it's coming from within us so when we do it we want to do more and more of it we'll see a lot more volunteering at this point and other things that really engage that productivity and finally number five we become generative now Generativity is a term that was coined by Eric Erickson and it's a developmental term. It's a lifespan. Um, it's part of the life lifespan development. So this, uh, developmental milestone occurs in midlife according to Eric Erickson. Um, And this is when we have a desire to give back to others without expecting something in return. It's caring for someone outside of ourselves. Um, And in this case, uh, when we're in midlife, this is when this kicks in and we say, wow, I want to take this expertise that I've been holding inside of myself, that I've been gathering and honing all these skills, values, and um, expertise. And now I want to put it out into the world. I want to feel like a part of me is living outside of myself so that I know that my life mattered. So the movie, it's a wonderful life where he finds out how meaningful his life was um, and how many lives he touched over the course of his life. When he had all the reflections, we want to feel that we want to say, I'm more than just a bunch of boxes that got checked. I'm more than just being productive. What I have My values, my skills, my knowledge, these are things that are important to the world too and other people. So this is when we decide we want to volunteer, mentor, or engage in philanthropy. And during midlife, uh, we look for these opportunities. We look to make sure that we can uh, mentor someone so that a little piece of us lives on in them. It's our legacy after all. We may want to volunteer so that we can say, "I my values are carried on in this endeavor. Maybe we're going to engage in philanthropy and make sure that the causes that mean so much to us are carried on. And a little piece of us then gets to live on and we get to make the world the place that we want it to be. An interesting story about this that really kind of captures generativity um, was when I was interviewing a Nobel laureate in chemistry about his life. What was it that got him going? Um, And one thing that he talked about, and his name is Bob Lefkowitz. One thing he talked about is how he had a mentoring tree, a legacy tree. And he gathered all of the uh, people who had mentored him, that were before him, who mentored him, And all of those who he mentored afterwards. It was like a family tree, but he called it a legacy tree. And so it had all the branches with everyone who was there and everyone else who had gotten a Nobel laureate in something. And he published this in a journal. So you can actually see this if you look it up in a journal. And he said it was really amazing when one day he went to a conference shortly after the article was published and someone came up to him and said, hey, hey, Bob, how are you? I'm six degrees Lefkowitz. And he said, what do you mean? And he said, oh, I I read your article and I wanted to tell you about the work that I'm doing. You mentored someone who then mentored someone who then mentored someone who then mentored someone. And then it came to him six degrees later. And he was telling Bob about the work that he was doing. And Bob was able to hear his voice, his words, his thinking in everything this person who was six degrees away from working with him was saying. So he could hear his work living on in this person, and he was able to hear how his values and his thinking and his skills had carried on through someone else. So this legacy tree was unbelievably important to him because he was able to see that his life mattered, that he was leaving a legacy. Even though most of us don't ever get to have someone come up to us and say, hey, I'm six degrees Debbie, <laughs> um, or something like that. We do know that generativity is something that we feel in, an, in an, an innate desire or need to give back, to make ourselves relevant, to make sure that we're relevant, to make sure that everything that we've been gathering and honing over time doesn't end with us, that it lives on in others. So we really in midlife have a wonderful um, array of things to look forward to. We, we really have the time of our lives and being able to capitalize on everything we've learned all about ourselves, all about our skills, all about our talents, and we're able to put them to use in new, meaningful, productive ways in our midlife. So again, the five benefits of midlife. One, we know who we are. Two, we have emotional growth. Three, we have meaningful relationships. Four, we are productive and five we become generative so i hope that you will find in this list of five benefits of midlife what you are experiencing and how you are benefiting by being in midlife thank you so much and i can't wait to see you next time
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the After 40 Podcast with Dr. Deborah Heiser, part of the ITSP Magazine Podcast Network. If you learned something new and this conversation made you think, then add this show to your favorite podcast player, subscribe to the ITSP Magazine YouTube channel, and share the ITSP Magazine Podcast Network with your friends, family, and colleagues if you represent a company and wish to connect your brand to our conversations and our audience visit itspmagazine.com to learn how to sponsor one or more of our podcast channels we hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey